Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. I gotta get out of here. I think I'm gonna lose it. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. I am dealing with the break room problem. Oh, good. You caught the, uh... Oh, wait. I, I had something for this. The PETA predator. I'm afraid we have a bad image, sir. Market research shows people see you as something of an ogre. Yeah, you're a club woman. Eat their bones. The Office, the premise of both TV shows, British and American versions, is simple. Offices are places where the mind-numbingly trivial takes on the scale and intensity of a life-and-death struggle. It's kind of funny to watch on TV, but our series, Occupational Hazards, is a playful, informative, real-life look at some of the rules of the road. Stuck in close proximity where career aspirations, sexuality, and day-to-day mood shifts collide, office environments struggle in this psychological headwind to be productive. So we begin with a look at the seemingly trivial drama of office food theft. In a 2012 survey conducted by Monster, 18% of people admitted to stealing food from their coworkers sometimes. And 43% of people said they'd been the victims of office food theft. Dan Pashman, host of the Sporkful podcast, says even in the high-tech office, employee food fights tend to bring back hints of the bloody angst from the Middle Ages. It's funny, you know, you think you would get beyond the sort of the trials and tribulations of like the college dorm or, you know, early 20s living situation where you have your five roommates and you're all like, oh, he ate my pad thai, damn you. But actually it just becomes the workplace. The office fridge is kind of like the communal fridge. And so it's something that you share. And it kind of, I think, becomes a sort of microcosm for society. I, you know, have to say that in this whole thing, I'm a weirdo because I look in the office fridge and I'm scared of all of it. I I just think of all of it as like having sat there for six months and uh, opening anything would produce biohazards of one kind or another. So I would never (laughs) steal anything from an office fridge because it just all seems too scary to me. But we have a huge uh, yogurt problem here at uh, WNYC. Um, it seems to me yogurt is a, is, a, is a foolhardy food to put into a communal refrigerator because yogurt's like boom, boom, boom. You can eat it in like 30 seconds. and You can grab it and throw it in your pocket. Yeah. It's kind of like New York in the 70s. If you left your car unlocked, you, sh- <laughs> you deserve to have it stolen. Right. Right? But that's what I mean about the sort of societal microcosm of the office fridge because uh, there are those people who would say, hey, you know what? Uh, it's a free market fridge. It's up to you to safeguard your own food and to take care of it and to not act irresponsibly. There are other people who want Big Brother, i.e. HR, to take steps to protect the food or to issue memorandums or to institute mm. policies. And so um, you know, things kind of can, can break down on political lines as well. Well, which brings up some of the uh, efforts that uh, offices make to try to create a sense of good karma, say, right. in the in the communal kitchen there in the office. Anything to do to actually protect your food, to make it thief-proof, short of, you know, booby-trapping it? Well, uh, you got a few options. One is store it in an opaque container. Google did interesting research. They offer a lot of free food to their employees, and they found um, they wanted to steer the employees towards the healthy snacks instead of the junk food. They put the junk food in opaque containers and the healthy food in clear containers and found that after they did that, people took more of the healthy food. 
So if thieves can't see the option, they're not as likely to take it. See, I, this is why I hate Google, because they treat their employees <laughs> like rats in an experiment. But go ahead anyway. Continue, please. Another option, Sporkful Listener wrote in with this one. Now, in general, I found in my reporting on this that angry notes and threatening notes don't work. But what does work is big brother eyes. You put up a sign that says, don't take other people's food, and you just have an image just of threatening-looking eyes on the note. A study found that a note like that that has those eyes will result in more honest behavior wherever the eyes are shown. Really? Because people can even feel that image like they're being watched. You don't even need a GoPro camera. That's right. You don't even need to actually be watching. (laughs) You just need to make them feel like they're being watched. There's also bags you can buy online, plastic resealable bags that have an image of mold on the bag. So it looks like the food has gone rancid. But then you open it up and it's totally fine. You're making that up. I swear. Wow. Say, you know, somebody has a meeting and there's a bunch of pizza and they leave it in the fridge and send an email and say, there's free pizza in the fridge. Now, let's say you miss lunch. You're really, really starving. You go to the fridge. How much should you take? I think if you're hungry for a meal at that moment, you can rightly take as much as you want to eat in a meal. If you're going to run there and start wrapping up slices to take home for dinner or feed your whole family, that I think is questionable. Without at least <laughs> That's question. That's only questionable. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I mean, I think if, if looking food- for you with a shopping <laughs> bag, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I always keep extra Tupperware containers in my desk. Yes, Yes. (laughs) now we're getting to it. Where do you come down on, you know, one of the really big issues here, uh, last donut, last cookie, last slice? I think if it's public property and it's been left out, whoever gets it can take it. Yeah, but that's not what I asked. Of course it's available, (laughs) but it's the last one. If somebody sees you taking the last one, I mean, don't you feel a little creepy about taking the last one? I would have no qualms about it because someone's got to take it. But I, I, I'm sort of a believer in the the circle of life. You know, I'm a, sort of a kumbaya guy. Like I bring in a lot of food. Once every week or two, I'm walking over to the takeaway saying, hey, check out this thing I brought in. Everyone have some. So I'm always sharing food with people so I don't feel qualms about taking. I see. You're owed. That's right. Yeah, I've heard that about you. <laughs> Walk around with a chip on your shoulder, a foodie chip on your shoulder. Is, that, is it a chocolate chip? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, let me, nice, oh, nice. Oh, that's good, nice, yeah. Nice, Worst thing you've ever had stolen from you in an, in an office setting? Here at WNYC, when the Sporkful first launched at NYC, I, I ordered a huge trifle, which is this Scottish dessert. It came in a huge bowl, like trifle for probably 40 people, this butterscotch with dates. It's got uh, like bread that's been soaked in rum and whipped cream and, and just amazing. And we had a little gathering, and I put it in the fridge, but I did not send out an email. And it was a huge serving, so I figured, sure, people can take some, but it was like a punch bowl. I came in the next day. It was gone. The whole bowl was gone. The entire thing was just gone. Wow. <sighs> uh, the, the Pashman trifle mystery. Mm. Yes. Uh, stay tuned here to The Takeaway. Dan Pashman, creator and host of WNYC's food podcast, The Sporkful. Thanks so much. Thanks, John. Join us tomorrow as we continue our Occupational Hazards series with a deep dive into office politics, including when to hit the reply all button when you're emailing.